Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Amazon has several new products they would love for you to put in your home, one of which is an autonomous robot called Astro, and it appears to be more hype than anything else. I'm Jason Cipriani with co-host Jason Perlow, and on this episode of Jason Squared, we're going to break down all of Amazon's fall 2021 products and services. Perlo, I know that you watched the event yesterday. I tuned into it. Amazon does this weird thing where they privately stream the event to media. They don't let the general public watch it, which makes no sense to me at all. Um, What were your general thoughts and impressions? Well, I'm actually out here in Seattle. Um, on a business trip. Uh, so I'm actually where they, they announced it. So I'm actually out in my, in my hotel, uh, having them watch that uh, announcement. So my audio is crap. Now you know why. Um, so it was interesting. You know, they had a lot of hardware. They announced at this thing and a lot of software services to go with them. Um, but it's interesting that, you know, what they're really boost, you know, they're really bolstering here is sort of, you know, one is their, their, their echo, uh, Alexa ecosystem, and the other is more and more cameras and, and, and audio monitoring uh, type of equipment, um, and, and to, to some extent, some, some telepresence type of um, stuff too, um, with, with the glow, which we'll go into, but it's interesting how the, they are continuing to boost that ecosystem uh, with more ways of, you know, of capturing data and information. Uh, from their customers. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what really all of this comes down to, right? Is using the data they have already captured for customers from customers to create new products like the new $60 smart thermostat that has Alexa built in and will, you know, replace your Nest or be a Nest uh, alternative for those who don't yet have a smart thermostat. You know, they have plenty of data over what was selling, what price point people were buying at. And they kept that in mind when they created the new $60 thermostat. Yeah, you know, I'm interested to see how one of those thermostats work. I might actually replace one of my older um, nests. Um, actually, it's an Echo B uh, sitting in, in for, the, for the for main air conditioning unit and see how it works because I have lots of Amazon stuff already. So, right. you know, it'd be interesting to see how its learning capabilities actually function, whether it knows if we are, you know, when we leave the house, if it can go into a smart, uh, you know, a, a smart mode where it's not using the, the, the AC actively, you know, when we're not in the house. Um, it'd be, you know, it's curious to see how, how well is Alexa intelligence going to work for us with, with those types of situations? Because I haven't really experienced, other than using Alexa as a smart speaker, the extent of which the cloud is actually doing any processing for things like, you know, IoT devices uh, control. Yeah, one thing that really stood out to me from this event myself is uh, the lack of numbers of products Amazon announced, right? Usually in the past at this event, we're looking at 60 plus hardware devices. That's what it was last year. It was over 60 hardware devices, everything from a clock that responded to Alexa to one year there was a microwave and they've just announced too much stuff. And this time around... If you include announcements from Ring and Blink, which are Amazon-owned companies, you know, we're maybe pushing 12 announcements, 12 new products, which I thought, I mean, good for them. They they have, you know, really 
pulled in the reins, so to speak. But also, it seems that they're a little bit more focused this year on products, in, in so much so that last week they announced new Amazon Kindles with USB-C yep. and, and better displays when they could have just held it another week for this event. So they, they really didn't want to jam this event full of random devices that everyone would forget about, which has happened many times in the past or that wouldn't launch for a very long time. Um, so let, let's start with the Echo and Alexa devices themselves, because there's actually only technically one Echo device that they announced yeah. yesterday, and that is the Echo Show 15. It is a giant display, a 15.6-inch display. So it's, you know, like a, a, a miniature TV or a computer monitor that you could hang on your wall, or there's a bracket that you could set it on a shelf and have it propped up. It does a whole bunch of cool stuff, and, in, and it also introduces a new interface for the echo show line where there are now widgets and the entire thinking behind the behind the echo show is that it is a one-stop shop for your family to stay on the same page and stay organized you know via calendar widget a to-do list widget and then there is also a shopping list widget that uh, you can add stuff to through the alexa app on your phone or interacting with the show itself I don't know what operate. I mean, I don't know if it runs on Kindle Fire OS or whatever it is. Um, I feel like we've seen a product like this before, not necessarily from Amazon. I feel like we've seen this from Facebook or somebody else at some at some point, a big screen with with information that you could have as the central sort of console for your kitchen. Like I think as I, I feel like maybe even has Google done something like that. I mean, I feel like we've seen something like this before and it didn't take off. The only thing that comes to mind is Samsung's uh, refrigerators. Okay, that might be, that's what I'm thinking of possibly. Um, I mean, I don't know what I would do with one of these in my kitchen. I don't even know if I could fit one of these in my kitchen without putting it on a stand someplace. So for one is you have to find a place to put this thing. I, I would assume maybe most families have some type of wall they can hang it on, but I, I'd have to wonder how the, the power uh, situation has to take place, whether you have to wire in the power on the thing so that it, it, it gets constant, you know, um, electricity, um, or whether it can be charged. Um, you know, I'm not sure, but... Um, yeah, I mean, if you have a decent sized family and and every and you were trying to schedule your kids and you know we had multiple people that worked from home that needed to you know when they when they went in and they got their coffee needed to see if their when their next meeting or something was without you know assuming they didn't own a smartwatch or something that already was prompting them or whatever, I guess you could use it for that. I guess for you know for streaming Amazon's content and Netflix and other things, I guess it might be useful as like a, as a second as another screen in your house. Um, I don't know if I personally would be a heavy user or something like this, but you never know. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's an impressive feature here that they tried to downplay a little bit yesterday in the name of privacy that is more appealing to me than having a giant display with a calendar on my wall. And that is that the the front-facing camera, which obviously most Echo Show devices have uh, for drop-ins and video calls, but the front-facing camera with the new AZ2 processor that Amazon is using in the Show 15 does facial recognition now, and it will proactively change what's on the display based on who is standing in front of it and looking at it. So my wife could have one screen set up with widgets that she prefers to see, her music selection, whatever. And then I could have something else that maybe gives me a preview of my video doorbell, as well as controls for lights, as well as along with Netflixers. Uh, they announced Sling TV is now coming to Echo Show devices. So I think if we're going to go start going, if Amazon is going to start going down this road of, uh, you know, 
proactive changing the content on a display based on facial recognition. And they they promise that all of this is done on device and none of it's sent to the cloud at all, which is, if true, and I have no reason not to believe them, is a big thing for Amazon to do privacy-wise. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about having my face recognition just going off all day long as I walk through my house. It's one thing on my phone or a computer, but a display set up in a central location, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of put some thought into this as to, you know, it, it feels like, you know, the difference between like Apple and Amazon is that I think that, um, you know, I mean, Amazon is saying under the guise of we want your real life experiences to be enabled by our technologies and not and sit in the background, you know, while, while, while right. you have fun with your life. Which, which, which translates into, you know, intrusion, because this thing is watching you in order to enable you, right? Whereas, right. Apple, whereas Apple, you know, you have to actively use their stuff, you know, to, to be engaged in their experience. It's, it's, it's not going to force you or, or necessarily watch you to, to make sure that, I mean, it, it is, though, to some extent, because if you think about, like, health, you know, monitors, you know, things that are in watch, I mean, that thing is a sensor. It's checking your pulse and, and in your you know, a pulse, you know, your blood oxygen and things like that. But you are, you are voluntarily asking this to collect data to monitor you to make sure, sure that you're okay. So it, they do, it, it is happening, you know, over at Apple, but it's not the same sort of, and of course, you know, you have Siri that's always waiting for you to say something, but it, you know, it's not the same, like your iPad is not constantly looking at you and seeing if you're happy or sad or something like that. You know, that's, right. you know, that's, that's something that probably is happening potentially with, with Amazon's devices. Well, I mean, they have, and we'll get to the Halo band here and all the services they're expanding to there in a second, but they already have some of that stuff built into the Halo band that monitors your voice and the tone of your voice to tell you if you're being rude or mean or aggravated. Does it really? Nice. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the whole point of the original Halo, and it's now in the new Halo view, which, like I said, we'll get to in a minute. So, um, yeah, talking about the artificial intelligence and just kind of being in the background, Amazon tried marketing the term ambient intelligence because they don't want you have to think about what happens when you interact with your devices which is this whole facial recognition stuff so another product they announced yesterday is the amazon glow not the echo glow which i made the mistake of originally and thinking it was the echo glow it is the amazon glow uh and it's this look i wish this device would have been out five years ago maybe six years ago and i would have bought one day one no problem and and so what it is it looks a lot like the facebook portal to me but um, so it has a, a display on it and it's built strictly mainly for kids to use in video calling. And it has a projector on top of it that projects a 19.3 inch display, interactive touch projection display onto a mat that you have to have sitting underneath it. And the entire point of it is to keep kids entertained and engaged in video calls with family members and loved ones. So if you know I'm traveling and when my kids were little, I, I swear half of my FaceTime calls back home were filled up with my wife yelling at my kids to sit down and talk to me because they would come over say hi and then want to go back to playing with their toys. And what this does is it gives you games on the tablet through a tablet app that the parent or loved one can interact with the child and hold a conversation. I think it's a cool idea. Um, 
there's a lot of issues, of course, with privacy and questions of privacy with it. But, uh, you know, I like I said, I wish this would have existed five or six years ago. I definitely would have bought it. 250 bucks uh, as a day one edition, which is there. You have to request an invite to get the product uh, program. I don't know, Perlo. I know you have some thoughts on it. Well, I don't have any kids. So, I mean, I don't have that same context of experience with you. But I, I can definitely see where the projection technology could be used for other applications potentially, right? I mean, like even for a business potential type stuff, um, you could do some interesting things with presentations and, and some other things. So maybe it has applications just beyond using it for children, at least, I mean, maybe not in this product, but maybe something in the future they could use it for. Um, I mean, I can see where kids can get distracted and not be present on these calls, like training them, to, you know, to get them to, to, to actually pay attention to you it might be difficult. So maybe like, you know, if you bought one of these things to give to grandma and grandpa, and you guys, and we had one as well. Um, actually, does even grandpa and grandpa need one? They just need their 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 iPad or their or their Fire just to do um, the game. Right. Whoever has the kid is who needs one of these. The, That's the tablet app is what takes care of the rest. Right. And I'm curious as to which apps are going to be compatible with, with this kind of sharing, you know, sort of technology. Like, you know, if if, if I decide I want to play, I don't know, um, you know. Uh, a, a certain game like like scrabble or something will it project everything to be did or does it have to be something that's built that's hooked into the apis of this thing yeah right i think it's so there's a glow app for the tablet and the impression i got from reading through everything the site and the news release is that it's going to be along the lines of the kids plus games and and apps and books that are available now with the addition of there's going to be some interactive stuff that uh, comes with it like you can use parts and pieces I don't know if you remember the Osmo attachment that was for the iPad years ago probably not since you don't have kids but it was the same kind of attachment that w watched your movement underneath the display of the iPad and you could move real life puzzle pieces around or the kid could uh, and it would it would put them on the display and so there, there's some aspects to it like that but I don't think it's just any app that you want, you know, in, integrates with the API that'll work on this. It's going to be a very carefully curated section of Amazon Kids Plus content. Yeah, I mean, I I think that that may be the only thing that might hold it back is that it it, it won't work with everything, um, you know, or or, or or the vast majority of things. I mean, I think you need special games built for this. Um, I don't know. We'll see. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, Amazon tends to throw a lot of stuff against the wall and it doesn't feel bad if it gets rid of it in, the, in a year, if it doesn't work. Yeah. And as long as they put it under this day one edition name, they can do as much as they want. And if it fails, they don't have to answer to anyone for it. You know, they just keep going, well, we tried and, and move on, which is, you know, it's smart for them, especially after the, the fire phone and the disaster that was. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so all right uh next for the echo stuff to kind of round out the alexa upgrades is hey disney it's a new it is going to be a premium alexa skill so instead of saying alexa as your wake word and i'm sorry if i'm setting off anyone's alexa devices in their homes a lot right now um you'll say hey disney instead and it you'll interact with Disney characters. I think they mentioned Pixar characters as well. And then there's other special one-off games and services and stories and jokes. And you could even get weather updates from that specific character that you set. They didn't say how much the paid Alexa skill would be, but yeah. they did announce a partnership with Disney World and Disneyland, I think. Uh, well, with D Disney in general, where all their parks, uh, all their all their parks and properties. Yeah, yeah. OK. Yeah. And so all the Alexas that are in currently in the on property hotels 
will have Hey Disney activated for them. And those guests that are staying there will be able to use Hey Disney to get arrival times of the tram or how late or how early does the park open or close or, you know, anything uh, relating to their stay at a Disney resort would be available through this. And, and I think the Disney partnership here is pretty interesting, right? Yeah, I mean, this is obviously where we're getting into more, you know, customization, you know, business partnerships, you know, with people that want to, you know, companies that want to use, you know, the, the Alexa technology, right? I mean, what we call expert, we used to call them expert systems, right? So, I mean, like, it used to be like, you know, you would call on a on a phone and you would talk to, and just like sometimes maybe when you talk to like AT&T or, or one of your phone carriers and, and like it's ask, they're asking you, what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about billing, right? Or whatever. I want, I want to talk about technical support one moment connecting you right so that's like a typical normal like expert system type thing but obviously with this right you know if you're customizing it to disney parks you can you can ask all sorts of questions about stuff you know related mm -hmm. to disney and the experiences like can you tell me um how long the current wait is for space mountain oh space right. mountain's wait is now 47 minutes um, do you want me to put you on the queue or something like that, right? Or, or can I get reservations at the restaurant at the, um, at the, at the Grand Hawaiian for dinner? Uh, which restaurant would you want to go to, you know, of one of these five, right? And I can pick and yeah. say, and, and I need six people. Okay, your reservation is set for 7.30 p.m. at the Royal Waikalau, you know, halua halua, you know, you know lounge. <laughs> so yeah. that's something like that, right? And then it can even talk to me in Goofy's voice, huh? you know, you know, what does it? So that's that's the kind of experience that you can expect, you know, at Disney. But I can see this potentially at all sorts of, you know, property businesses, you know, like all, you know, all around the world. I mean, Marriott might want one, Hyatt might want one, you know, some of these cruise lines might start to do stuff like this, you know. So are we looking at a white label version of Alexa? Effectively, yes, is what it is. You know, they're, they're, they basically are they're building they're building a skill set and uh, you know, a vocabulary and a database specifically for this use. Crazy. I mean, and that obviously opens up a ton of revenue potential uh, for Massive. Amazon on its own. I mean, holy cow, they already have the expertise and the, the core underlying infrastructure to do this. And if they have a team that's able to customize it for massive enterprises, geez, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, I mean, tremendous. I mean, I mean, can you imagine, like, you know, if you're in your, your room at, at a Disney hotel and your kids was, oh, I want mouse ears. And, like, you can say, you know, hey, Disney, can you sell me some mouse ears? Like, sure, we can sell you mouse ears and, and pink, red, and blue and, and, you know, Minnie Mouse or Mickey Mouse or, you know, and deliver to the room in 10 minutes. Yeah, Astro brings it to the room. But yeah, exactly. Then we should get to him next or, or, or shortly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we could go there. Uh, next up was Ring Products, but let's skip that. And let's get to Astro real quick, because I think you and I yeah. have a lot to say about this. So Astro, this is basically, how can I describe it? It's it's a, what is it? A 16-inch display that's attached to what looks like a Roomba on steroids Yes. that rolls around and the display has eyes and, and interacts as you talk to it. And there's a telescoping camera built into this robot. And I, I'm just going to be 100% honest with you. Other than talking to it and interacting with it like you would an Alexa device to check the weather or watch videos or make video calls. I have no clue what the point of this robot is. It, just zero. So I would like to play with one, but that doesn't mean I want to own one. So like, you know, 
clearly they say this is built for surveillance. This is home surveillance. This thing is a, a watchdog. It is a guard for your house, right? That happens to have a screen on it if you want to use it for video calls or something, you know, to your kids. So like it's got the glow capabilities as far as being able to do like the FaceTime-y type stuff if grandpa wants to talk to, you know, junior at your house because it's following him around, right? This is a device that is constantly patrolling your house. And it is looking for threats and things like that that are out of the ordinary because it's learning who is who, you know, it's learning who the pets are. So, you know, if someone somehow breaks into your house, you know, it's 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 partnered, it's connected with your ring video doorbells and your ring cameras, all this and stuff. So it knows, it has awareness of what's going on, right? So, but other than that, it's not it's not a device like this, like this, um, like this Tesla robot that has arms and legs that can lift things and do and and, and, and do stuff. Right. This is just thing that's just some little you know robot dog you know type thing that's 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 scoping your house out like all the time. Um, kind of yeah. like this thing that flies around too. Which drives, yeah. which scares the hell out of me, also. <laughs> so it's a day one edition device. So again, it's a, a test device for Amazon. Uh, invites request for invites are open now. If you get accepted, which they said they'll start accepting invites or sending them out by the end of the year, it's nine hundred ninety nine dollars, a thousand dollars. That's 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 expensive for for basically a, a glorified Roomba. Well, and it doesn't even vacuum the floor. No, <laughs> it it just goes around and other than spy on you, it doesn't do anything else. Like you know, yeah, right. other, yeah, yeah. And I mean, they showed pictures. There's some of the official press pictures show it. There's a little compartment behind the display, where I assume the battery pack is, that fits a drink. And they showed it bringing a beer to you know it. It implies it's taking a beer to someone watching a football game. Yeah. Uh-huh. But With what kind of arms? Can, can you tell me how that beer gets there? Like, there's there's a whole other story, another aspect of this, <laughs> this situation that we need to talk about. And right. this isn't completely on its own. This isn't the Jetsons Astro, right? This is This is a very, very basic first step. But... Again, you have to be comfortable with this thing. And yes, there will be an app that you can set limits and, and set schedules on when it is and isn't allowed to patrol your home. But you have to be acceptable. You have to be okay and agreeable with the fact that this thing can go around your house whenever it wants, essentially, and record whatever it wants. And it has facial recognition as well. And I don't know. I Here's the deal. If, if Amazon would have announced this with much more utility than you can use it to check on your dogs and kids or a elderly family member, maybe there would be something more here. But as it is right now, it's an Alexa Echo Show 15 on wheels that is always recording because it has to know where it's going and it won't run into anything that way. So at $1,000, I have no clue, man. I I just, I'm so torn on it. Like, I want this in my future. You know, I want I want a robot that I can tell, go do this, this, and this, or uh, send me videos if something happens or you hear a noise, you know, because it integrates with Ring uh, and sends videos to your Ring account. But I don't know. It just... Where, but, and I want to know is where are all these videos going? And, and, right. and, 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 and how are, are they ever being reviewed by people for anything? Well, so that's that's a good segue, perfect segue, actually, into Ring's product announcements. So they, too, have a 
robot of sorts that they announced last year. And I don't know if our listeners remember it, but the Ring Always Home Cam is a miniature quadcopter that flies around your home on a predetermined flight path if one of your cameras detects motion or let's say you have a ring alarm system in your house and a door is triggered uh, it'll leave its charging base fly around your house and send you video of what's going on in your house and you could set it up to patrol at regular intervals too i believe you don't have to wait for something to trigger it Um, The only time the camera is on and recording is when it is in flight and when it is docked and charging, the camera is completely covered as a privacy measure. Uh, This thing is available to request an invite for at $250 uh, per quadcopter. I'm a little bit more okay with this device in my home than Than Astro. uh, Astro. Yeah. I, I really because it's only, it only does it when it's triggered, which is presumably you're not at home when it's doing this. Right, exactly. And other than that, it's it's charging and it's idle and hopefully doesn't even have its mics turned on or anything, you know. And you can trigger it manually from within the app. You determine where it flies. This, this thing doesn't do it on its own. You have to teach it its flight path and where to go. Uh, so it doesn't run in it, into anything. And then, you know, you're set after that. It's going to follow that same flight path. But... Um, you had just mentioned who reviews these videos. Well, one of the things Ring announced yesterday is a new service called, uh, where is it at? Ring Virtual Guard, I think is what it was. Yeah. I don't see it in my notes here for some reason. But basically what happens is, is they have a third party monitor your cameras for you if you go on vacation or you uh, are at work during the day and if motion is triggered on one of your cameras or whatever uh, criteria you set up a third-party service so this isn't ring doing this this is no it's, it's, a, it's central station monitoring services that you would typically get from like an alarm an alarm service type thing right. except they can look that at your videos and will then then pull up your feed and be able to watch it and if actions need to be taken whether it's talk to someone through the two-way microphone or uh, call for, you know, police, whatever, they'll be able to do that. So that the, ring swears no one looks at your, your, your footage, especially now that they have end-to-end encryption. They do do it this way. They cannot download your clips. They cannot save them. They cannot share them. Whatever happens is live stream only. And as soon as that virtual security guard, you know, ends the stream, they no longer can see what's going on at your home. But yes, it is a good question. Inside your home, where does all this video go? Like from Astro, does does the same thing apply from Ring to Astro? Yeah, I know. And where, has it being stored in the cloud? I'm assuming, it, I mean, the Astro has to store it locally a little bit for a little while, but at some point, it's going to upload it to S3, you know, for for, right, you know, exactly. for, for analysis or something. I mean, who knows? Um, um, so... So, you know what, I I don't mind some of this monitoring stuff if it's, if it's for, if I wanted to do it for a specific reason. So like, we should probably talk about this new, um, this new service that they've announced. It's actually, it sounds like it's a, an enhancement to existing service that they announced. I think it was last year for, you know, caring for elderly, you know, type of of people, um, you know, in your family. So like, you know, if if my, if my mother-in-law uh, you know, wants to uh, reach out to me or, uh, you know, she gets sick and she falls or something like that, you know, that the the, uh, the sensors can detect, you know, a fall or, or, or yell or something like that and, and, and alert, you know, multiple people if necessary. 
uh, or or multiple people can check in on her on 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 a, a regular basis uh, if necessary. I forgot I forgot what they called it, but it's uh, it's Alexa together. It's twenty bucks a month. It um, looks like a pretty compelling service for what it does. Yeah, when you sign up, you get the first six months free. It w- works with the urgent response helpline, and it integrates with third-party fall detection devices. So, uh, you know, if you have uh, what are they called, Lifeline or whatever those are called, uh, it can integrate with those as well and allow you to help. You know, check in on them and uses Alexa to do all of that through Echo devices. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually encountering this sort of a resistance issue from my mother-in-law, who is you know 85. And we got her one of these fall detection devices and she never wears it. You know, she never, she never wants to charge it, put it on. It's, it's, it's too much of a pain in the ass. So I think this is the case where, you know, if something, a, a technology is transparent and the end user doesn't have to do anything, like literally if I were to put an, an Alexa in, you know, I, we already have one sitting in her living room. If she wants one in her bedroom, um, you know, to talk, to, to have her play her music or, or whatever she wants, right? Uh, or or for, for automation control on anything. Plus, if it was able to detect that she fell due to a sound or her or, or a yell or something like that, that could be useful potentially. Right. You know, yeah. or if she wants to suddenly say, uh, "Call my grandchildren," you know, or and then say, well, "Which grandchild do you want to speak to, Sandy?" You know, and, and then then patch her in, you know, immediately without having having to take any effort on with a cell phone or anything like that. That might that might be that might be interesting. You know, to be able to stay connected to her her family. You know, you know, even though, you know, Rachel, I may be only 45 minute drive away. She has other family members that are, you know, a thousand plus miles away, you know, so that's, I could see why she might want to want that, you know. Yeah. And speaking of sound recognition, they mentioned this briefly and I couldn't find much more about it after the event ended, but apparently eventually Alexa and your echo devices will be able to, you'll be able to teach them common sounds around your home. And one of the examples that they used that I found really interesting was that you can teach the system to recognize this chime your your refrigerator makes if you've left it open. So, you know, my refrigerator, if we leave it open for, I think it's three minutes, it beeps a few times and lets you know that, hey, it's still open, you need to close me. But you can actually teach your, your smart device, your Echo device, to hear this sound and then send you an alert through the Alexa app on your phone that, hey, your fridge is still open, you might want to close it, which I thought was really intriguing and interesting, but also kind of scary too. <laughs> I, I mean, they're crowdsourcing all the AI portion of this, right? And the machine learning portion of this and teaching the, the network, uh, all these different sounds. And, and it's really smart on their part, but it just shows that these, these microphones are truly always listening. And now all they're not going to just the listen. Time. And they have right. this other thing they, where they you, there's like this contextual sound thing where it will know whether you are in certain parts of the house. So it will be able to proactively turn stuff on and off depending on where you're walking and things like that. I, I mean, yeah, that would be interesting, you know. Um, it, it, but we're, I mean, are we just going to have to get used to the idea we're always being recorded all the time, right. and and this right. thing is always listening for us for, to do anything? I mean, that's just you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I suppose this is what the Star Trek world was, is actually like, right? Because like you know, you watch like these science fiction shows with that, that have these AI computers that they're interacting with. We have to be listening to them all the time, you know. Because in Star yeah, Trek, they're so walking around all the time. Hey, computer, and yes, Captain Kirk, you know, or you know, some I mean, point it just becomes the norm all the time. Yeah, I, I I'm not okay with it. I I'll, I'll just be honest. I I am not okay with it. Um, 
maybe we should do an entire episode on just the privacy impacts of of all of this, not just for Amazon, but you know, Google, Amazon, Apple, everyone, Facebook. <laughs> we can't leave Facebook out of that equation at all. But yeah, let's, I let's, mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because you know, you know, Facebook for sure will be will be leveraging this type of technology shortly. If, if not the, if not already so it, it's 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 the question of you know which of these large giant mega corporations do you trust the most or 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 or, or are concerned about the least with this type of thing right um i i tend to think that that apple is probably the best steward of this of this type of technology right um you know but you know and and the, i think they've almost purposely made certain technologies not smart enough because yeah. because we're afraid of this because I mean Siri has never been the, the most brilliant of the, of the assistants if if you think about their I mean and and if Apple really wanted to make Siri super smart it could but I I think it wants to limit its capabilities to certain things rather I rather agree. than making it super intelligent <laughs> you know? yeah <laughs> yeah we we've talked about that enough but let's let's finish off and round this off with uh the last of the hardware updates from amazon we talked about halo updates and i think this is important to touch on halo is their fitness band that tracks your sleep and your activity but it also tracks your the tone of your voice and all of that but now they and it didn't have a display the original version had no display was very basic now they have the halo view which to me looks look like a fitbit charge 4 it does uh, look exactly like, fitbit, like doesn't it, it. Yeah, and maybe not as well designed. It has more of that Amazon. We kind of give up halfway through designing it look, <laughs> which is which is how I, I I look at a lot of Amazon products because that's how they come across. Uh, but what's more interesting than this eighty dollar tracker that they announced is that they also announced so you get a year of Halo's monthly subscription service when you buy the tracker. After that, it's four bucks a month. When the new view rolls out, there will also be Halo Fitness, which is like Fitness Plus for Apple, yep. Peloton classes you can get, and also Halo, Halo Nutrition. That's interesting. Kind of like Weight Watchers, and they now, uh, LifeSum, I think, is another one. They, they are crowdsourcing diets and nutrition information and recipes and food and of course all of this integrates together with your alexa account which then integrates with whole foods well of course this this is this is this is a whole foods hello fresh killer is what this is but it's a hello fresh where instead of you picking your stuff to that you want to eat it's telling you based on your activity and your whatever health information what you should be eating which so it's more right. of a nanny so it's hello fresh with a nanny state in, installed on top of it, <laughs> it which is exactly jason, what all of us want. jason we jason we'd like to give you a uh a, a vegan salad you know with uh with uh with, with low sugar you know dressing uh you know because uh, you shouldn't be eating pasta today you know, right. yeah. and we're going to order this for you and you're going to make it and you're going to prepare it. It's, yeah, it, please. Can we can we dive right in right now? I, I can't wait to be told by Alexa what I need to eat or I shouldn't take right. another bite of XYZ food. So it, I think it's interesting. I think the push into uh, fitness and competing with, you know, at home workout apps is really intriguing. Four dollars a month after your first year being free is extremely cheap for something like that. A- Apple charges 10 bucks a month. Peloton is starts at, I think, 13 and goes up to 40 if you have one of their bikes or treadmills. Uh, you know, so it's there's a lot of competition to be had here. 
Amazon pushing into it with original content is is interesting. We'll have to see how it plays out, though. Um, one last hardware announcement, and then we could wrap this up. Blink also announced, which is they make great security cameras that last on batteries for a very long time, and they don't charge you a monthly fee to store any of your clips. Uh, they are getting their first video doorbell, 50 bucks. Supposedly it'll last two years on two AA batteries, which is a very, very long time. There's also a new $40 Blink floodlight cam, as well as a Blink solar panel mount that you can use to power the floodlight cam. All of that stuff is currently, all, actually most of everything we've talked about today is available either to request an invite or pre-order right now with launch dates anywhere from the middle of October to the beginning of November or just classified as later this year. Uh, so, you know, there's there's quite a long list. We have an entire list of everything that was announced during Amazon's event this week on ZDNet if you want to know where to find links to all of the products and, you know, make your orders or request an invite. But overall, what are your closing thoughts here, Perlo? It was an overwhelming amount of stuff, but again, this is more to me. Amazon wants to more reach into our lives and 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 grab more information about us. Now, I mean, there's got to be a trade-off. I mean, some of this stuff sounds like it might be useful. Like I expect like the elder care stuff. I think is particularly useful. Um, I I see no need for the robot. Um, I probably <laughs> don't have a need for the flying drone. Um, but I I could be convinced. Who knows? Uh, you know, you know, I the, the thing with the telepresence for the children. You know, uh, the glow sounds interesting, especially in times like this. No question, I could I can see this being being useful. Um, you know, again, you know, Amazon they they they're willing to be risky with a lot of stuff. You know, sure. push the boundaries of what people find acceptable. You know, in terms of um, you know, overall technology shock, you know, it, you know, like, do I want, do I really want this thing in my life, you know, it, or, you know, so I, I think, you know, they will continue to use, you know, they're, they're obviously spending a lot on this machine learning technology with the AZ chips, right, you know, facial recognition uh, on on device voice processing, right, which they're pushing more and more. Um, so I, like I said, you know, this is, this is, you know, just, uh, I, 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 I have to question again. I have to start playing and using this stuff to decide whether or not I want it. You know, I think you have to be like you have to be convinced by it by using it to decide that you sure. want it in your life. You know, and I yeah. already have lots of am. I already have lots of Alexas in my house. You know, I've got one in almost every single room in my house. But again, I'm using it mostly for home automation type things. I don't have one of those things with a camera on it currently. Sure. Right. Uh, yeah. I have the Ring doorbell. And I have a ring camera, you know, um, that's on the side of the house, actually, you know, in my wife's office looking towards a part of the area where the ring doorbell can't see, you know, so I have full coverage on my lawn and, and as people walk up to the house. But other than that, I don't have any other cameras in my house, you know, other than, you know, what's on my iPad or on my, on my sure. computer, you know, for, for recording these shows or doing, you know, Zoom calls. And then I turn the thing off and I can could, I could put the shade on it and no one can see through it, right? So, again... We have to start thinking about our privacy, whether, you know, what's what matters to us and what doesn't, you know, and, and what, we, what, we, what we what we feel what we feel OK with being captured by Amazon and what we don't feel OK. Yeah, I feel like it's slowly those the bar keeps slowly getting moved a little bit further and further. We get comfortable with one thing to move on to the next. And it's very 
slowly moving that way. You know, it, cameras in the home. I have cameras in the house only because they're HomeKit secure video cameras, and that video goes straight to Apple's iCloud and is end-to-end -end encrypted. It doesn't go through a third-party service. Uh, like, you know, for example, I have Logitech cameras. It doesn't go through Logitech servers first. It goes directly to iCloud. And so I'm comfortable with that setup. Uh, and, and I'm happy to use it. But overall, about Amazon's event, um, I'm not buying Astro. I, I don't, unless there's something more to it than what they've announced already and something more they plan on. You know, there's attachments you can buy for it too. And I saw one of them was an attachment to play fetch with your dog, or maybe it was throw it treats or something like that. But I think both of my dogs would attack it the moment it started moving around. Like, I, I don't think there's any... My dogs would be barking at it nonstop. Yeah, I don't think there's any making friends with the robot with my dogs. I just don't see it happening. They hate my Roomba. And although it's never thrown a ball for it or dropped a treat, so maybe that would be the trick. I don't know. But, um, I, you know, I'm on the fence about the flying camera that Ring has. I, I don't... I don't have any issues with it. I don't know if I want to spend $250 on it. Like I have cameras in the house already. What is one flying camera going to do? I guess it's cheaper than outfitting multiple rooms in a house with cameras because this thing could check on it if you need something to be checked on. Um, but I'm thankful that the event didn't have 60 random devices this year with random refrigerators that, you know, called in for restock of your favorite beverages or something that Amazon would come out with. I, I don't know. I'm just making that up. But uh, I, I'm thankful that that wasn't the case this year. But yeah, as far as Astro goes, that's a big no for me uh, as of right now. Yeah. And I'm actually surprised that there were very few things that they that they showed us that were designed to sell us things this year. The, the only one I, I, that I could see was the, the nutrition system um built yeah. into this 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 service so yeah uh, this this halo stuff so yeah i mean um i don't it's a mixed bag it's a mixed bag it's yeah. a question of, and I, i'm i'm curious as to you know what the feedback from this from astro will be over the next year or so whether you know it yeah. gets heavy adoption or, or they people just say i don't want one of these things in my house no way hell we know no how you know <laughs> no, it ain't gonna happen right. you know so yeah. um yeah well, thanks for listening to today's episode. We truly appreciate it. I'm Jason Cipriani. And I'm Jason Perlow. And this is Jason Squared. We have plenty of coverage from yesterday's Amazon event on ZDNet.com. Please make sure to check out more of our work there. 